Hi guys, Tiffany here. Um, it is Friday the 13th in 2020. So we decided to kind of shake things up a little bit and do something different. So we roped in my husband, TJ, Hillary's husband, Brian, and our special guest from a couple weeks ago, Emily's husband, Charlie, to get a guy's perspective on some of the poll questions that we asked you guys in our Instagram stories the other day. So they will be doing this episode. We were not present for this. So uh, here is our Freaky Friday, Everyone's Invited, Guys Edition. So we hope you enjoy. Hey, this is Hillary. This is Kelly. And this is... This is TJ. This is Brian. And this is Charlie. And this is Everyone's Invited, Freaky Friday. A.K.A. Every bros invited <laughs> every bro so we've all been looped into this project by our lovely wives and uh as we've been pre-gaming as i'm going to call it before we jump on this i think we've all i think the listeners are, are interested to know what we've been thinking and yeah we do think this is a trap we do think that <laughs> um they're just trying to get information out of us so and we feel just completely unprepared so this could be a party this could be fun. So let's all remember, gentlemen, to uh, keep that in mind throughout this process. So looks like today we will be discussing the habits of our partners, and that's where the trap starts. But let's go ahead and get started. So I think the first one's mine. Oh, actually, first of all, we need to do introductions of ourselves. So let's do that. Who wants to go okay. first? Charlie does. He hasn't talked. He hasn't Perfect. talked the most. Because you're still talking, TJ. Uh, my name. Nice. My name's Charlie. I um, work in IT. We travel in our fifth wheel full time, and we're currently in Utah. That's Charlie. And your wife. And your wife is Emily. And my wife is Emily, a previous uh, guest, guest on this show. Yeah, that was a great episode. I love listening to that one. Yeah, I haven't brave listened man. to it yet. <laughs> Neither has Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, um, you go next. Are you in your trailer right now, by the way? Yes, I am. Oh, it's awesome. That's an amazing See? headboard. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, my name's Brian. I work in a couple areas there's property management and then i've been in the cycling industry forever so you've heard hillary talk about us being into bikes so kind of do both i sell ex people expensive bikes and have a lot of fun doing it so uh hillary and i have been married for seven years and we've got our one little boy and that's us and he doesn't and you don't just sell expensive bikes you give hookups for expensive bikes to your friends when Oh, Rich yeah. people donate them, a.k.a. me, and I still yeah. have the bike, and I love it. Thank you. Yep, TJ got a, a hand-me-down from somebody that decided it wasn't worth their time. Yeah, which is wild because if you think about the, you know, Redmond, Seattle area where Microsoft is and all these companies, people are just throwing away three to $5,000 bikes uh, and just buying brand new ones. So I look forward to the day when I can potentially do that. Not now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe in the future. It's going to be a while for uh, me, too. Yeah, that's how it goes. So I'm TJ. I am Tiffany's husband. Um, I am a, a sales guy. I work in sales, technology sales. Right now, I'm uh, in charge of a couple of things in my work that is uh, both equally uh, 
fun and challenging and also terrible, uh, just given, you know, we all are working from home and there are struggles with that. Uh, two wonderful kids that you've probably heard all about of in previous episodes. And my main job, of course, is to cater to my wife's needs, a.k.a. get on this podcast and answer uh, questions that are going to incriminate you. So yep. happy to be here. Okay. So is now this, where, get we, down is this where we go through the disclaimer of uh, any any topics discussed on this podcast cannot be held against us. Yeah, anything in, you in say. In any shape, way, shape, or form. At least not tonight I don't want to sleep on the couch. Yeah, yeah, I don't either. All right, let's get down to business here. Uh, and let's go through the first one. So polls were sent out via their Instagram asking questions and people answered. Uh, so the first one, does your partner go to the bathroom with the door open or shut? 55% said shut and 45% said open. <laughs> I, I am a shut person. Close the door. Leave me alone. Let me do my business. I don't... <laughs> Are either of you guys an open? Yep. Um, I, li- I live in 450 square feet. <laughs> There's no hiding it. <laughs> yeah, no hiding it. Um, our reason is because we have a cat that is very needy and doesn't like when he can't get to it. So he'll just paw at the door and meow and it's just cascaded from there. So it came from <laughs> catering so, to what our cat wants. <laughs> oh my God. So, so you, one of you, 450 square feet. So instead you want less privacy. You want, you want the door open. If I lived in 450 square feet, I would be aching for privacy. That door would be shut and locked. Yeah. It doesn't have a lock. No, I mean, it's between that and uh, a two-year-old and four-year-old who think that potty time is social time. You know, you really don't get much. It's actually funny when I, whenever I'm working and I've been in the office for a little while, of course, you've been working for a while. So the first thing you do when you get out is you got to go to the bathroom. But it's like I have a like a, a voice, uh, what do they call those, like a um, like a voiceover in my life. Because the second I open the door, I hear my youngest say, Daddy, go potty. And of course, that's what I'm doing. And when I'm done, she hears the toilet flush. Daddy done? <laughs> so she does a voiceover of everything that I do. And then I go back to work and I can hear her, Daddy, go back to work. <laughs> So zero privacy. <laughs> That's I, that honestly blows my mind that you both are the door open. Yeah. So I, I, I'm a door closed. I want my privacy. I, I can't just. I feel like I'd be stressed if like one of my kids or even even worse, my wife was watching me do my business. Like, I feel like I'd be traumatized a bit. I don't know. That's. TJ, have you ever seen a bathroom that has a like toilet room inside the bathroom? I feel like that would be yeah. Oh, yeah. have your name written all over it. Oh, that'd be ideal. That would be ideal. I would really appreciate that. So yeah, put that on my wish list for Christmas. My parents have one of those bathrooms, but it gets a little claustrophobic in a toilet closet. Usually it's just, it's, the, pri- it's the privacy thing. I don't even yeah, care. It's the privacy thing. It's like a porta potty, <laughs> you know? Like yeah. I'm not saying I need to go in some luxury bathroom. I just want to be incognito for just a minute yeah, yeah i feel like they should have known better than to put a bathroom question on this because i feel like we could just keep talking about this for 30 minutes <laughs> probably did anybody <laughs> buy i don't know if this question's coming up um a bidet during the pandemic no but it was it was promoted like crazy right it was promoted like I crazy didn't... and it was considered but didn't buy one 
yeah, I didn't I know, because uh, they were Tiffany's, sold out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> Tiffany's sister bought one for her for her place, and uh, and they they speak highly of it, as I understand. It's been did, a second since we've asked, but did either of you have them in your? We all assume served LDS missions. Um, did either of you have them on your mission? No. No, we were Spanish speaking elders. <laughs> yeah, we well, we I was Spanish speaking. We had nothing in Paraguay, and we had that in multiple apartments. is actually pretty amazing. So you that's, that's you, more of a cultural part of Paraguay, right? Or no? I don't know. I I, 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 I mean, are, are are bidets really popular in Paraguay? Um, I don't know. I think we just kind of had like nicer apartments, so they just happened to have them. But I don't think it was like most people's homes had them. <laughs> the fact that 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 Charlie and I, when we lived together, didn't have roaches was a miracle in itself. We definitely <laughs> didn't have a bidet, so because yep. everyone had roaches around us. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Does your significant other share the blankets in bed? Eighty percent said yes. Twenty percent said no. This is a weird question. This, it was kind of weird because um, I feel like the people that say no does that mean they have two like, yeah, separate comforters blankets? on their bed, separate blankets? Do you use sheets? Maybe it's our I, European demographics. They have the like two twin beds together, and you have your own blankets. <laughs> yes, sure I, I think it might European be more. Things. It might be more matter of eighty percent have blankets and twenty percent go without because the other eighty percent still has the. It took all the blankets. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, or or you know, they're just rolling around with with sleeping bags and in bed together, and that's a totally normal thing too, right? So yeah, so many. DJ, so I'm many, glad so many you. Options. I'm glad you bring that up because we actually use a sleeping bag. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> yeah. Well, Do you really? Not, though it's not. It's not a sleeping bag. It's a beddy. You can Google it, but. It's like a, it, it zips on both sides, so it's like a a uh, uh, the sheet and the comforter is all in one. But just hmm. because of like how our bed is orientated, and because my bed is my backdrop for my work calls all day long, it, it was just like you know making the bed wasn't an issue. It was just it was what it, it became easier just being able to zip it up, but. Anyway, I'm literally looking this up right now. Yeah, look it up. They're cool. So, you so do you, do you have do you have sheets? Yeah, like the sheet is and everything is is all and it's like connected, and then you zip up the ends, uh, the sides, and uh, it actually helps in this case. So, if any of the listeners are struggling with their partner stealing the blankets, well, if you're zipped up, there's nothing to steal. It's attached, right? Hmm. So. Word word of advice: If you're having that issue, if you're in that eighty percent bracket, get yourself a Betty, and your marriage will instantly be happier. It's I think it's if you're in the twenty percent bracket because twenty percent right. don't share twenty percent. Okay, yep. there we go. I'm looking this up, and yeah, it's literally like it turns your entire bed into a sleeping bag, essentially. Yep. So it, 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 what if you had to get out of bed real fast? Are you like uh, zipped in? You wouldn't get out very fast. Okay. So it's a so it's a uh, danger in case of a fire. So we actually got them for our kids for the same reason the because like when the bed is surrounded by walls on three sides it's really hard to you know make the bed uh, in an efficient mm-hmm. manner. So for k- the kids we got them and then working from home and making the bed as often 
because I'll be real, we never used to make the bed. But now it's just COVID and working remotely and having conference calls in my bedroom every day. It's been made every day. Well, Monday through Friday. Right? I take Saturday and Sunday off. Uh, but with the Betty, it's just you know two zips and you're done. So uh, hmm. pretty pretty cool product there. Okay. Not a sponsor yet. Hashtag not sponsored yet. <laughs> Hashtag if you're listening, Betty's. Uh, everyone's the three podcast of us is a them. great demographic for for your people. So yeah. Um, okay. I'd say as for as far as we go, we share parts of the blankets. We've got a comforter with a cover on it, and I swear most of the lumpy comforter ends up on Hillary, and I get the ghost of a sheet on my side of the bed. <laughs> so. A ghost of a sheet. Yeah. Is that is that out of preference or is that like, are you freezing or are you just, you're fine either way? I like to be cold though. So it's kind of okay, but some, some nights it'd be nice to have more of the actual comforter rather than just the cover on me. So I hope you're listening, Hillary. I yeah. hope you're listening. I mean, All the right. question I have though, Brian, is who's in bed first? Are you guys like bed, bed at the same time type of couple or is it like you're in bed first and then her after? Because it's kind of it's, a first come first serve rule, right? Like whoever's there so, first, but that's our that's our twenty percent that doesn't share it because they were in bed first. You know, <laughs> that's true. No, we're we're usually within minutes of getting into bed together, and so I've already made the bed and made sure I had some of the fluffy comforter on my side. But like somehow through the night, it separates in the middle and ends up on her. So, so. you know what you need is speaking of other bedding accessories. Is I've seen this on I think this is why I'm broke dot com. It's a clamp. That clamps on to your blanket or comforter, and then you screw the bottom piece that's attached to like a bungee or a rope to the bottom of your bed. So this thing clamps to your blanket, so people cannot pull it off you. Oh wow! Essentially, the same thing as being zipped in, more or less, just a clamp instead of a zip. But I'll send you a link. <laughs> I feel like that just... would work equally well if you like if your spouse or significant other is like is guilty of hogging your side of the bed. You just take the clamp and you attach it to them and it'll hold them on their side of the bed. they'll stay on their side. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the fact that it clamps onto an actual blanket means it probably uh, pinches pretty tight. So yeah, you can go ahead and t- do that testing for all of us and let us know how that goes, Charlie. <laughs> um, funny Easter egg from a previous episode. We're the ones that has a dead guy's comforter on our guest bed. You would. Yeah. But, but like, did he die on it? Did he die on the comforter? Not on the comforter, but I inherited it after he died and I moved into his apartment and they're like, oh, that's the last guy's stuff. It's like, oh, by the way, he died mountain biking. So I was like, oh, great. So is it his cursed blanket? It might be cursed. Uh, Didn't you get injured on a mountain bike kind of recently or? Uh, It's been like three years. I broke my finger. not recently at all. And it wasn't that recent. What was the time frame between you getting the blanket and you getting hurt? Oh, it had to have been like five years different, so not related. All right, no correlation. He could be the ghost we see in our house, though, from the last episode. That's probably true. Yep. All right, let's move on to the next one. Does your partner want to or help take care of the pets? 51% said yes, 49% said no. Hmm. I mean... It's as close as the election. I mean, for real, right? I'm I'm not super surprised by these. I feel like half my friends have pets and one one you know one of them likes it the other one really doesn't care for it and vice versa so, i mean this seems about right uh yeah so yeah we we both want and like arlo but i don't know if you know this or have 
cat, um, Charlie, but, uh, when you're pregnant, you're not supposed to clean up the litter box. There's some kind of bacteria that gets in your brain. I'm, I'm uh-huh. gonna, somebody's going to have to, yeah. this. Uh-huh. so anyways, there's, yeah, this is what I've been told and I'm realizing by, this by, is a lie. by Hillary. <laughs> yeah. So are you I just realizing told, this right now? I'm just realizing this right now. Oh uh, no, I feel like I've seen an article once, but, uh, yeah, yeah. As a pregnant woman, you're not supposed to be cleaning the litter box because it could be harmful to you or the baby. We're gonna let TJ fact check it though. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> Is it safe to be around cat litter while pregnant? So I'd say, as far as cleaning up his mess and feeding, I share the bulk of the responsibility even after the baby came. But that might change after this podcast. Okay. Here, here's here's what it is. Okay, cat litter and cat poop can contain a parasite that causes a word I'm not going to try to read. It's an infection, okay? It starts mm-hmm. with a T, toxo something. Although it's very rare, if you get this inf- disease infection, for the first time when you're pregnant or a few months before you get pregnant, the infection can pass to and harm your unborn baby, cause miscarriage, or even a stillbirth. And then the next one from babycenter.com or org, is yeah, you can change the litter box safely while you're pregnant, but it's better to have someone else do this chore if possible. The concern is the parasitic infection that can be transmitted. So, eh, so it's 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 slightly true. It is well, it's not slightly, it's definitely true. So yeah. Interesting fact for anyone out there listening. That is so funny. Or just don't get a cat. I know you love <laughs> your cat, and your cat's yep. your cat's actually pretty cool. But yep. you know, dogs softest are cat ever. Who plays fetch, which is mm-hmm unique in itself i feel like my answer to this is that it depends because i feel like there's been times when i've been more of the caretaker and then there's been times when she's been more of the caretaker but we also used to breed golden doodles so we've technically had a lot of pets so it you know mostly dogs but you know our our uh, our Brody that we have, you know, he's a Cocker Spaniel Poodle mix. He doesn't require a lot, and it, pretty much the the caretaking of the dogs is done by whoever he bugs first, which is oftentimes Emily. And I don't dispute that. So um, currently, that is the state of affairs that he uh, goes to her for his caretaking, and I, you know, I just let him do his thing. You know, I don't want to interrupt his happiness. But dog days. Yeah. All right, let's go to the last one. I don't know if I want to read this. No, really? This is not cool. <laughs> All right. Here, Brian. <laughs> here we here we go with the final official question, unless we go into the bonus questions. Is your partner clean or messy? Fifty seven percent said clean and forty three percent said messy. But I think we should go one step further, boys. I think let's do it on a scale of one to ten. One being not messy at all, very clean, and ten being an absolute disaster tornado in human form. Uh, <laughs> let, let let's let's go one step deeper. Charlie, you get to obviously go first. I read the question, so I defer to you, TJ. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna double defer down to Brian. No, that's an easy question for Brian. I know Hillary's clean. Yeah, Hillary's very clean. Um, when we had more time, we would clean the house very frequently, which was great. It just felt clean and inviting. 
but you know how it is uh, with babies. It's just a tornado yeah. disaster. So I'm going to say Hillary is a, when we have time, about a nine on the clean scale. Um, but our baby leaves our house at about a five. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right. Next question, everybody. See, we made this pact to be conscious of what we say. And now we're stepping into dangerous grounds. And I guess I did set us up for this, so it's my own fault with the one out of ten. But, but it's not uncommon though. Forty three percent said they're messy. So if you're feeling that yeah, way, yeah. you're not alone. But there's like different kinds of messy. There's yeah. like, oh yeah, she's oh it's so cute how you're messy, you know? And and then there's the like, oh my gosh, I can't step on the ground at all. Like, do we have carpet in this room or is it hardwood? I wouldn't even know. I couldn't tell you. Hmm. That's true. See, I feel like this could be broken down even further, not to overanalyze this, but I feel like you could almost take it down to intent versus action, right? So I feel like as far as intent goes, my wife and I are both like, we want a clean home. We intend on it. Um, As far as action, we both fall short. Not that we're messy. We just, neither of us like to clean and we do it reluctantly. Um, we have been guilty of inviting people over just to have a reason to clean because then it gets, because then it gets done. Otherwise you're shamed. Right. And, and plus oh, we have funny. the benefit of, you know, our situation currently where we're moving our fifth wheel anywhere from every week to every three weeks and you have to clean before you move. So it's actually worked out really well for us. It's been great training and we've gotten a lot better at it. Um, but I, I will say, yeah, we both intend on having a nice home, but, you know, as far as acting on it, um, you know, and, and I feel like you just get an automatic pass if you have toddlers um, yeah. because there's no, there's no keeping up with that. There's, there's just, it's like, it's like raking your leaves on the first day of November. It's not worth it because an hour later, it's lawn is full again. So I think we default into that camp pretty often with the That's not true. raking the leaves because why would you? <laughs> yeah wait, just wait till the kids go to sleep but then by that time you're already exhausted right yeah. yep wise i uh i help clean sometimes when hillary's working and my this will lead into our first bonus question um my best dad hack to help with cleaning is a hiking backpack with the baby in it while i'm vacuuming the house and oh, he loves solid. it so he stays entertained. He's not, you know, unloading the cupboards and I can get some stuff done. That's great, actually. Is it is it is it one that's like Osprey, like where you Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a big heavy duty backpack, but like comfortable. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. supported. I'm uh supported with it. So yeah. He's good for about twenty minutes of that. Didn't you get one for super cheap? Like back in the day? Are you talking to Charlie? I was talking Me? to Charlie. Oh yeah, Osprey yeah. Coco. Uh, yeah, Osprey Poco. Yeah. It's probably the same one Ryan has. Uh, REI yeah. Garage Sale. That's right. You got all the mm-hmm. you got all the setups there. TJ, what's your best dad hack? I'm honestly trying to think uh, of of what my best dad hack is. I've you know I've been looking at this question for a second, and I feel like the rest of them are pretty easy. But the best dad hack, um, I'm gonna think about it a little more. I'm, I'm struggling with this one too, but I want to answer it. Right, because otherwise we're bad dads. Right? Every dad is a dad hack. <laughs> and I, yeah. I know I have them, but it's just they're so great and they happen so often. I just don't know which one to choose. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, 
very true. That's what I'm struggling again. with. Oh, hey. You can go again? Yeah. Brian, no, no, no. Brian, you can't go again because then you I have two my, and we have zero. Got my spotlight. I'm done. That's right. No, you can, can go I, again. Can I chat my go wife and ask her? But my, can I use a lifeline? <laughs> You're going to use <laughs> Call a friend. Um, my other latest one, of course, is just keeping a 10-month-old entertained. He loves office chairs and wheeling around in the house. He'll sit on it like the boss and... I'm just the chauffeur pushing him around the house and he'll still entertain for like 30 minutes doing that until I'm just exhausted from it. So that's his other favorite lately. All right, let's move on to the next one here. Um, bonus question number two. When do you think your wife is the most beautiful? Naked, obviously. <laughs> Straight to the point. That's the question. Next. Um, I'm going to say when... Uh, you can tell when she's just really enjoying being a mom and she's just kind of glowing and having fun with the baby that that's where I find her to be the most beautiful. My answer is, is similar to Brian's. Um, but I, I would say that I feel like my wife is the most beautiful when she, she feels beautiful. If that makes sense. Like when you can see that, like she agrees with that, you know, I, I know that, you know, we tell our wives they're beautiful, but, um, you know, in those moments when, you know, they, they believe it and, and they, they feel that I feel like that, like makes that glow even stronger and makes them, you know, if they believe it, you believe it. And it's, it, it I, I would say that's my answer, but yeah, yeah. on an entirely different, different, on an entirely different note, bonus question number three when is your wife the most grumpy? It could be me coming out of the fog of passing out on the couch and her waking me up 10 times in a row, but I think she's <laughs> usually pretty mad at me about the 10th time she wakes me up. And I also, I don't, I don't wake up super fast. So I think I talk gibberish and fight with her, but I'm not conscious yet. So she gets pretty mad about that point. That's hilarious. So similar on my side, I, I set an alarm every morning and my alarm, you know, it will go off and I typically have it set uh, to where it's, it's not super loud um, just because it is not uncommon for my uh, oldest, my five-year-old daughter to sneakily come in and snuggle my wife and I in the middle of the night. Like it, hmm. it happens every, almost every night for the last two weeks. Love. I love it. Uh, and I never know when she's in, I wake up and there's my little cute daughter there. Um, the problem is I snooze my alarm. So I'll set it if I have to get up for like a meeting at 830, I'll, I'll do it for 730. And then I will snooze it. And same kind of thing. I will snooze that sucker. And it's because I have this, my daughter's typically in the room. She'll come in and snuggle us that I'll put it under my pillow that I'm sleeping on with my finger on the snooze button. I kid you like on the side of mm. my phone. And as soon as that thing hits and goes up, boom, I hit it. It's like I wake up, hit it, and I'm back to sleep. And I will do that over and over again. So... Yeah, I think uh, Tiff's definitely the most grumpy when she's like, oh my gosh, TJ, either get up or change the alarm. That's literally a quote I've heard probably a hundred times. <laughs> yeah, I, a funny uh, story we have uh, from when our first, it was our first, I think our first year that we were married, uh, Emily talks in her sleep and she doesn't say endearing and nice things about me. She doesn't say bad things. Uh, I'll remember, I remember when we were first married, it was our first Christmas, 
And of course, right, like it's our first year being married, it's our first Christmas. And we've both been working, you know, two, three jobs. Like we worked our, our butts off when we were younger. And well, we still do. It just, we had to do it a lot. There's a lot more ways. But anyways, she, um, we've been talking about what we're getting, what we wanted for Christmas. And we come home one night, we're both tired. I think I came in after she did and she was already asleep. I get in bed and she was just talking. So I'm like, I'm going to play off of this, see what I can do. So I asked her while she's completely passed out, hey, Emily, what'd you get me for Christmas? And her response, quit sneaking. That was her response. <laughs> and I like, and she, and I, che- and I checked sneaking. afterwards. I'm like, Emily, like, are you asleep? And she like didn't respond. Like, she was as- completely asleep. But that was her response to me. Quit sneaking. <laughs> so I haven't tried. Huh. Did you record it? <laughs> she is. No, I should have. But man, she is like, she's locked tight. Like she, she may be tired and she may be passed out, but she knows what she's talking about. So. That's our funny talking in your sleep story. Next one is, when it's your free time, what do you like to do? Is this a pre-COVID or post-COVID question? Because those, uh, the answer's fairly different, I'll tell you. My answer stayed the same, surprisingly. My, my free time activities in the outdoors, I like cycling, of course. So it just kind of stayed the same and you can social distance and it's fine. My, 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 my free time activity is just getting fat, I feel like, right now. <laughs> oh. DJ, I think Charlie, how about you? Um, nice. When when it's my free time, what do I like to do? Uh, honestly, I just like me time. And it, and it could be a million different things, but I feel like especially now where, you know, we live in small quarters, I work in small quarters, I work remotely, uh, I don't get, you know, the interaction just with humans like I normally would. Uh, I feel like, what I need in my free time is just like a separation, you know, time by myself time. And that might be like going for a run, going for a ride on my one wheel, like just getting out and doing something different than my normal thing. And so it's different because before I used to know exactly what I wanted to do in my free time. And now it's, I can't be consistent. You know, I can't just go mountain biking because there's not always places to go mountain biking or, um, but anyway, it's, it's just kind of, mm-hmm. uh, it's not so much the, thing I do it's more of the the concept of it and just being able to you know break away for a little bit and and uh be alone so awesome so, so I saw you I saw just like five minutes before we did this that you had a one wheel yeah when did you get it I mean have you taken um, off of jumps no no Pedro I haven't um no i uh i just recently about a month ago got it um but it's our second vehicle that's kind of what it's become beyond like a free time fun haver uh it's uh it's the second vehicle because we travel with our truck and that's it and so if emily goes off and you know she does things with the kids during the day i'm kind of stuck and so that's kind of why i got it like i got like a solid six miles of range if i want to go somewhere um so that's, that's what i do so today was Friday and I, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm like, I'm terrified on that thing. I it goes like 18 miles an hour and I only go like 12. I, I I'm scared to go faster than that, but it's still effective. So yeah, today I, you know, took a, took my lunch break and went to the gas station, got some snacks and came back, but, uh, no, it's, they're fun, but I would never jump it. I'm terrified. Soon. 
I mostly just wouldn't want to break it. Soon you will fly. Yeah. The, so at the RV park we're at right now, there's the owner's son. He actually rides his one wheel around with a blower. And like he's the maintenance guy, but he uses it for all of his chores. It's the coolest thing. <laughs> okay. I think I saw a guy on a hoverboard edging lawns before. But Oh, is it my turn? Think so? I think so. All right. What's your favorite thing about your wife? So all joking aside, my favorite things about Tiff is that she is probably the kindest person I've ever met. Um, I naturally, you know, growing up and throughout my youth have uh, naturally tend to be a, a bit of a, a knucklehead and, uh, you know, have an ego. So Tiffany has been a breath of fresh air. She's, uh, she's very kind, very honest you know, really easy to communicate with. It's nice when, you know, Tiffany and I have known each other for eight plus years, you know, or I guess it was six years before we got married or even started dating. And now it's been, you know, almost equal time after. So through that long time of knowing each other, built up a good friendship, which turned into just, you know, notebook-esque romance and uh, minus the additional, you know, husband in the picture. So um, yeah, no, she's great. She's wonderful. Awesome mom. adorably messy as as you know we've talked about before but you know we can all improve and uh and get better but you know you i always tell her hey you can't be perfect you gotta have something wrong with you so otherwise she would be perfect so love you sweetie suck up yep. i'm kidding this is being recorded gentlemen this is being recorded yes. remember what end. we said from the beginning this is your redemption <laughs> gotta end on a good note um, I would say my favorite thing about Hillary is just her passion and enthusiasm for various things like cycling and baking and just helping other people out. She's just always very, just has a fire, um, in her to be able to do those kind of things and just love seeing her have that drive. So that's my favorite thing is her, her energy that you can probably pick up on. So uh, I'm going to, I'm going to say a side story here before we let Charlie uh, talk wonderful about, about Emily, but I hired Hillary to be on my sales team. How many years was this ago? Uh, Several. It's been like three, three, four. So, yeah. So I've known Hillary for, for a while, even in high school. uh, And she's always been quite the firecracker. And we had, uh, I was running a sales team and I thought, boy, she would just absolutely kill it in this. And she was, she was the number one salesperson I had like from the beginning because she would just jump on phone calls with like American Express or Disney or who doesn't matter. And she would just talk to them, you know, as if she was talking to anybody else, which in Hillary speak is very direct and, you know, Hey, yeah. Let's, and very upbeat and very good. So she the passion, talk about passion. She she's got it. And uh, unfortunately I tried to promote her and then she said, screw you, TJ, I'm going to do something I'm actually passionate about, which is very on brand. So, yep. My turn. Um, what is my favorite thing about my wife? Uh, I would have to say is her willingness to um, pursue her passion, no matter what that might be. And I think that by saying that, a lot of the times it's it's ours. It's a joint thing. It's things that we're wanting and. I think seeing her drive to to make those things happen and you know a willingness to um 
to take on crazy ideas and to do them and um for for us to you know to reach those those crazy dreams you know we we live in a fifth wheel we travel full time it's a very obscure way of living in a lot of people's eyes but she has been so committed to it and more so than me um many times along the way i'm fully committed now but it took a while uh so i i would have to say that's my favorite part of her is just her ability to you know find that positivity find the the um the drive to just do it anyways to to trust that things will work out um because they have and and that's something that i've you know after 10 years of being married you know we've been able to lean on each other and and uh so that's that's one of my favorite favorite parts thanks so much for listening guys go follow on instagram everyone's invited podcast and less things big dreams if you want to keep following charlie and emily's adventure in their rv I think uh, this was fun for all of us and uh, look forward to potentially doing it again. All right. Bye. Woo. Thank you. Bye. Tiff. Tiffany. What do we do? Tiffany. Keep it sunny, baby.